Welcome to the Principles of Success, and today we are talking about integrity and attitude, and I probably titled this episode, Choosing to be Grand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So why did I choose the title, Choosing to be Grand? Well, both your attitude and integrity are choices that you make. And they're both grand choices. You're a grand person when you make, these cho- when you make the choices to be a trustworthy and joyful person. You're choosing to be grand. I specifically with, went with grand instead of great or awesome or any of that. You're grand is just lovely to behold. And people love grand people. Everyone loves an awesome friend. Everyone loves an awesome, awesome companion. Everyone loves an awesome coworker. When people enjoy being around you and enjoy your company, I think that's the same thing, but whatever, uh, and they can trust you and can rely on you, then your relationships are going to be better. Because nobody likes a depressy grouch. If you're a depressy, angry, ornery, grump for long enough, even the most loving, unconditional lover, friend, whatever, if you're too moody for too long of a period, they will stop liking you and they will want nothing to do with you. This is why teenagers are such a pain to handle. It's not that they're extraordinarily more difficult than adults. It's that they're grouches. They're in a bad mood because they're going through all sorts of changes and they're not too pleased about it. And their self-esteem has plummeted. So they're insecure and not feeling good and all depressy. So you don't like hanging out with them and they don't like hanging out with you. When you're a grump for a long time, you will push people away. Even if they try to be there for you, you will try and push them away because you're in a bad mood and you don't want to deal with them. And they're the ones with the problem. Ugh, I'm tired. Today's been a very productive day. This is going to be my last episode for the day. But I feel good. I'm excited about getting so much done today because I have to be reliable to you guys and get these shows out there so that way you can enjoy them. And I'm relying on you to share these episodes with people that you care about so that way they can benefit from them as well. And so that way the show grows bigger. And when I have the attitude of thinking that this show is pointless and there's so many more important things that I could do to be productive with my time, it makes it a whole lot harder for me to want to actually do the episodes. That's why I was struggling this morning getting going. I was like, ugh, I'm going to spend all day working on this podcast and... It's a lot of work and I don't want to do it. I'd much rather play Minecraft instead. Tony Robbins likes to talk about how success is 20% tactics, 80% psychology. Psychology is a fancy word for attitude. Your attitude towards the work that you're doing, towards your day, towards your relationships, 
Your attitude affects everything. And have you ever had one of those days where you know, logically, it should have been a great day. Lots of good things happened that day. Nothing bad happened that day. But you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, and so it was a sucky day. Even though intellectually you know it should have been a good day. But mentally, it was a bad day because you were in a bad mood. That is how powerful attitude is. You can have the most wonderful day. But if you're in a bad mood, it's a bad day. So fix your attitude. Use a lot of the... Um, Use the emotional messages stuff. I've talked about it before, but that was a long time ago. Instead of saying, uh, just a quick recap, instead of th saying things like, I'm depressed, say, I'm a little, softener is, uh, I'm a little, I'm kinda, use softener words, I'm a little bit disappointed. Disappointed is a lot less than depressed. So instead of saying, I'm depressed, I'm disappointed is not as extreme as depressed. And then, I'm a little disappointed, I'm a little frustrated, is even softer. And then understand that your emotions are telling you stuff. Like, for instance, disappointment is a sign that you're not getting what you want. Anxiety is a sign that you're not prepared. If you are prepared, tell your brain to sh shut off the anxiety. Easier said than done, I know. If you're angry, it means somebody broke one of your sacred rules. If you're guilty, it means you broke one of your sacred rules. So fix your attitude. Next, we've already talked about this in previous episodes, but give the other person the benefit of the doubt. It's really important, and again, this is Tony Robbins. All communication is either a cry for help or a loving response. So give them the benefit of the doubt of like, oh, they're having a problem, how can I help them? Not, oh, they're attacking me, let's fight them. Either they're trying to be loving towards you, which you don't need to reframe in your mind, or they're yelling at you, being critical of you, or something, which means there's something wrong with them, and I want to be careful of how I phrase this, there's something wrong with them, and within boundaries, you should be understanding and do your best to help them. Be a loving responder, not a someone else who's mad and angry and wants to punch them in the face because they yelled at you. Or if someone tried something and it didn't work out, give them the benefit of the doubt that they we're trying to do the right thing. Because it's not the event that matters. I already talked about the wonderful day where you're, where it's a bad day because of your mindset. It's not the event that matters. It's your interpretation of the event. Let's go back to dating. If somebody doesn't text you back and you've been through a little bit of emotional trauma, which everyone has, well then it's real easy to start assuming of like, oh, they didn't text me back. They must hate me where it could be that they were just really busy that day or they were depressed that day and didn't have the energy to talk to anybody that day. It's your interpretations. It's the story that you tell yourself that matters. And speaking of interpreting, guys, always assume the girl likes you in, an, in your first initial interaction because there's only a certain number of things that can happen. Either she likes you and you assume she likes you and so you ask her out, and she says, yes. Or, she likes you, you assume she doesn't like you, so you don't ask her out, and so she doesn't get to say yes. Then there's the, you assume she likes you, she lets you know that she doesn't like you, and so you get a no. Or, you assume she, like, she doesn't like you, and sh she doesn't like you, and you still get a no. There's only one outcome that ends with a yes, and that's the one where you assume she likes you. 
Now the downside of this is you're gonna be wrong a lot and it's gonna hurt, but that's part of dating, I'm sorry. Same thing applies to business. Does the client want to do business with you or do they not? If you assume they don't, then you're not gonna do business. If you assume they do, there's a chance that you'll do some business. And going back to interpreting texts, we've all experienced a time where we sent a text that was supposed to be playful and because it lacks the tonality, the other person misinterpreted it and then got mad or weirded out. The text you sent was a playful text, but the text they received was an angry text. And because in their mind they received an angry text, now they're getting all defensive and angry at you or weirded out by you and no longer are in a playful mood. So it's not the text that matters or it's not the, yeah, it's not the text that matters. It's not the event that matters. It's the interpretation of said event. So choose to have a good attitude and choose to have a social attitude, especially when you go to social events. It's real easy to fall into the trap of not being social. Those few beginning moments when you walk into a place, it's super important to uh, get the ball rolling on the social momentum. Because if you show up and you go find yourself a corner and be like, ah, let me just warm up. Let me hold this glass for half a second and warm up my social juices. You're probably not going to end up being that social that night. But if you go in and you are planning and you are actively choosing to be social, you first thing you do when you walk in, you choose to be social. It doesn't matter who you talk to. Just talk to somebody. Choose the attitude of social ability so that way you are then social. And this is very specifically for my introverts. There's non-social extroverts as well. But if you are trying to build relationships, if you're trying to meet people, if you're trying to meet a spouse, if you're trying to do business, if you're trying to do networking and you're an introvert, the moment you walk into a building, introvert or extrovert, but especially introverts, the moment you walk into a building, start being, choose to be social. Start being social. Go talk to somebody. Doesn't have to be a long conversation. Bounce to the next person. Just compliment some guy on his beard or a girl on her dress. But momentum is key when it comes to being sociable. And so you have to choose to have the attitude of being social and go and do the things to make yourself be social so that way you can maintain the attitude of sociability so you can have a social night. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And now let's move on to integrity. Be the rock at your father's funeral. How emotionally stable are you? Is your job to develop your emotional stability as much as possible? I'm not saying block your emotions and just ignore them. I am saying... Get yourself under control. Yes, life sucks. Choose to be happy anyway. I hate the saying, but happiness is a choice. And you have to choose it. And some days you have to choose it every couple of seconds. But when you are emotionally strong, when you're emotionally stable, people are able to rely on you. And by definition, a 
building with a strong integrity is reliable. You can trust it. You can put your feet, you can put your weight on it because it's got integrity. A integral, I actually don't know what the plural for integrity is. Doesn't matter. A in person with integrity is the same way. You can lean on them. You can rely on them. Can your friends lean on you? The majority of my friends know without a shadow of a doubt if they need me, I'll be there, whether it's emotionally or to help them move a couch. Now on the flip side, I don't consider somebody my friend unless I can lean on them. So there's a trade there. Every relationship has trades. It's You have a even romantic relationships. You have the love bank where you're trading affection for affection. Next, how do you handle crisis and problems? If you're a boss that flies off the rails anytime a problem comes up, your business is probably going to fail because the first time you flip out at your employee over a problem, the next time you might not find out about the problem until it's too late. Again, be a rock at your father's funeral. If your dad died, are you going to be a burden on the rest of the family or are you going to be there and be reliable for other people to lean on you? Yes, your dad dying would be very, very, very hard, but I'm sure it was hard on, it's hard on your mom. I'm sure it's hard on the rest of your siblings. You can choose to develop yourself so that way you can be there and help them and comfort them or you can be a mess yourself. And yes, you will still be a mess yourself. This is an ideal to strive for. Your dad just died. Of course, you're going to be upset. Your business is failing. Of course, you're going to be upset. Your kid got hurt. Of course, you're going to be upset. But are you going to be strong enough? Are you going to be emotionally stable and reliable enough that people can trust you to handle the situation? Are you going to be able to handle the situation in any type of crisis? Or are you going to be a emotional hurricane. And yes, rage counts as a bad thing. Next principle. Are you a man of your word? Can people rely on you? Can they trust you to follow through? You're going to lose a lot of business if you're not reliable. There's been quite a few girls that have uh, missed out on dating me because they were not reliable. If you can't keep your word, if you can't keep the commitments that you commit yourself to, that's a problem that you need to address. And when you keep your word and keep your commitments, people will trust you and rely on you and do business with you because somebody that you can trust is rare. Next principle. Are you, this is another attitude one, are you enjoying yourself? Are you losing your enthusiasm? Let's talk about dating because dating sucks. There's a quote by, I believe it's Les Brown, of success is going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Dating, success in dating, is going from rejection after rejection after rejection after rejection without giving up, without losing your enthusiasm, without striving to enjoy your life. Same thing with sales. You are going to get so many rejections in sales because dating and business sales are the same exact thing. It's just non-stop rejection. Every once in a while, you'll get a yes. But even if you get really good, a large portion of your time is going to be being rejected. And because of this fact, you have to have, you have to make the choice of what attitude you are going to have and how you're going to interpret the events. Being rejected is hard, I'm aware. Something that never seems to actually help, but something to keep in mind is that 
they did not reject you. They rejected the, the encounter that they had with you because they don't know who you are. They know that you walked up to them and were super shy and awkward and weird, and they don't like super shy, awkward, weird guys. That's all they know about you. You could be a perfect match for them, but because your first impression, your first encounter with them, the events that they had dealing with you was shy, awkward, weird guys talking to me, and it's kind of boring, and I don't know what to do here, well, they're not going to like you too much. Like, oh, this businessman came up to me and he seemed kind of slimy. He could be the most honest guy and would be willing to go above and beyond for his clients. But if he came across as slimy in the first encounter, well, then he's probably not going to get that job, that client, that sale. So just remember that just because they rejected you doesn't mean they rejected you. And like I said, it doesn't actually seem to help that much, but it's something important to remember. Because you have to figure out a way to keep your enthusiasm up, to keep enjoying yourself, to keep enjoying the work, to keep enjoying the dating, to keep enjoying the marriage. Next point, and this is the second to last one, are you being honest with yourself? This is both sides. Are you being overly critical? You went up and talked to a client. Who has the guts to do that? You went up and talked to a hot girl. Who has the guts to do that? Sure, she did not give you her number. She gave you a fake number. But you still went up and talked to her. That's pretty cool. So don't be overly critical to yourself. Go back and re-listen to the episode on the most important relationship is yourself. On the flip side, are you being honest with yourself? If you're a 5'2 asthmatic, you're not going to be playing in the NBA. I'm sorry. If you are a autistic, a slightly autistic person with no natural social skills, it is going to take you a lot of work and perseverance to develop yourself so that way you can find somebody who will actually enjoy your company. I'm talking about myself, by the way, because remember, the reason why I started studying success, studying all sorts of stuff, was because nobody liked me. Now, I have lots of friends now, and they all rely on me, and they're all really deep friends, and they think I'm the best person ever, and I've dated hundreds of women at this point. It's getting really annoying, but I've dated hundreds of women at this point, so I've honestly done really good. But I can't be too overly critical with myself, and I can't get too egotistical with myself. I'm like, huh, I'm hot stuff. I'm like, no, you're becoming hot stuff, but you still have a lot of stuff to work on. Maybe try working on this. But also, the other side, back to being critical, I've come a very long way. You've come a very long way. Just think about how big of a loser you were five years ago. I am such a motivational speaker. Just picture how big of a loser you were five years ago. For some people, there's not that big of a difference. But the fact that you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to assume that there's probably a substantial difference between you now and you five years ago. So just be honest, be integral with yourself. That still doesn't sound like the proper worth, uh, active form of integrity, but be true to yourself. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with what your shortcomings are and work on them. Don't just sulk about them, work on them. And then the last point I wanted to talk about is a really short point, but it is you need to choose to be kind. Have an attitude of kindness. It doesn't take a whole lot of effort to say to say hi to somebody who is obviously very lonely. 
Don't just ignore people because they're lesser than you. They don't have as much money as you. They're not any benefit to you. They're not as socially calibrated as you. They're a little weird. They're a little awkward. Maybe they're struggling with something. Just be kind to people. Choose to have a loving spirit. And the more of a loving spirit you have within boundaries, the more successful you'll be. The more relationships you'll have, the more wonderful relationships you'll have because you'll be able to attract birds of a feather flock together. Grumpy, bitter people attract grumpy, bitter people. Loving, caring people attract loving, caring people. I don't know about you, but I would much rather have a loving, caring friend than a bitter, grouchy friend. Granted, I'm naturally the bitter, grouchy friend, but that's besides the point. Anyway, with that, I will see you all next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with some of your friends. So that way they can benefit from it and so that way the show can grow. Thank you again and I'll catch you later.